Hi, cuties. This is Juliet. And Courtney. And you're listening to Kind of Cute, Kind of Chaotic. Hello, cuties, and welcome to today's episode. For this chaotic episode, we're going to be talking about an adult subject for once, not a nasty one. Okay, but we're going to be talking about, get your mind out of the gutter, Courtney. We're going to be talking about money. Oh, yes. The truth about money. Okay, actually, not really. We're not really like uncovering anything or revealing anything, but we are going to just talk about how, you know, money affects everything, but also like everyone's perspective on it. And when you see other people and you're like, oh, they have money or, oh, they don't understand that I'm broke right now. Things like that. We're just going to be talking about money all around. And we are certified accountants, by the way. So... (laughs) I'm kidding. We're not. But anyways, I feel like our generation is in such an interesting like situation with money because our whole lives we've been told like, oh, if you go to college, if you work hard, you'll have a good paying job. And then now like people that did that are paying so much money back in student loans that they barely have money for themselves. And then on top of that too, like now I'm 25, you're 24 and we're going through like a recession and that's like not hot. Yeah, that's just not it. That's a little chaotic. And that's like too chaotic for the kind of cute kind of chaotic cuties. Um, So but also like, yeah, times are changing. And I feel like here's the thing. I've always loved the motto like money comes back to you. Live it up, you know, like spend the money. Money comes back. And like, it's true. Right. But also at the same time, we can't just constantly have that mindset because we are getting a little bit older and, you know, money's not flowing in for me as smoothly as maybe I thought it would be by now. So it's just, it's not the time to always be like money comes back to you because sometimes you got to pay the bills. And sometimes that money that you're like, I can just spend this right now. Um, and this is coming from a shopaholic herself. I have problems, babe. And um, coming from this the is actually an intervention for Courtney. Yeah, this is actually an intervention because I am a shopaholic. Okay. And, but first of all, uh, um, experiences over things any day. I love experiences. So I will just spend that money wherever I want to, you know, and then I'm like, oh, wait, I have bills. Oops. I'm an adult. Oops. So what triggered this episode like what triggered this thought about this episode was me and Courtney have been planning our New York City trip because Courtney is visiting Juju in December and we're going to have a kind of cute, kind of chaotic Christmas. It's going to be really fun and fresh. Courtney literally talks about it every single day. That was so cute. I've never heard you say kind of cute, kind of chaotic Christmas. That was the cutest little line in the whole world. So Okay, we're just going to talk about this a little bit because here's any time the topic of this trip comes up, Courtney goes zero to a thousand, like zero to a hundred. And I'm here, I'm here for the chaos. However, we are not millionaires. So for example, today I had to tell Courtney, hey, Courtney, once our podcast blows up, then we can go to the Plaza Hotel and do the Eloise at the Plaza Tea Experience. But until our podcast takes off, we're not fucking doing that. 
And honestly, I really appreciated that honesty because I was over here like, yeah, we can do that. And she goes, um, it's a little bit more expensive than like you would want to pay on a, just like for an hour experience or two hour experience. And I'm like, oh, okay. You're right. You're right. Thank you for coming to your set or coming to my senses and telling me, Hey, let's hold off until, um, our trip is fully covered in expenses by our brands that will pick us up soon. <laughs> so yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, here's the thought process that we were having for the trip, although it's going to be really exciting and we really want to like have a really kind of cute time, you know, like the thought process that we had was this probably isn't going to be Courtney's last time coming to New York. And so this time we can have a fun time, but not a fallout time. Right, Courtney? Yeah. Yeah. And this is, this is like a there. this is like, yeah, this is intervention because we got to keep that in mind. And I'm glad we're both on the same page with that because are like, we on the same page with that? I don't know. I'm trying to get there. <laughs> so cutie gang, I'll make sure that Courtney is sober when I take her to Burdorf Goodman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know where that is or what that is, but I agree. Um, just imagine like an extremely high end department store that like the Kardashians shop at. Sorry, there was like a bug on my camera. Oh, that's okay. That's okay. Okay. Um, back to the topic of money. So I feel like money like really affects our generation because our generation is really social. We like to go out, we like to get, get drinks. We like to, um, you know, and socializing, especially in America, it's over things like food and drinks and all of that stuff. And for those of you who know, uh, wait, why am I saying this as if like people are just tuning in? Yes, I live next to New York City, as we all know. Yes. And in New York City, a drink can run you anywhere between $20 to $30. Courtney's crying. I am literally bringing bottles of wine on the plane now hearing that. Um, no, that's the thing. Something no, no, no. That... We're going to find we're going to find a millionaire to buy you drinks. Oh, OK, fine. Well, here's the thing. That's how I feel lately. I just feel like all socializing leads to food and drinks. And I do love those things. But right now I'm like at the point in life where I'm trying to just eat at home more. Or if I'm going to spend all my money, I kind of want it to be on experiences. A lot of the times, you know, especially like traveling is different because I want to try all the food from all over the world. But when I'm at home and I have access to my fridge and my oven and stove, oven and stove, stove and microwave, I, that's not really what I want to do on a night out. I want them to say, hey, you want to go see a movie? Hey, you want to go um, walk around like the park or something or go roller skating or things like that or play um, board games, things like that. I feel like. The, these days it's always about food and drinks like hey you want to go specifically go eat out and I'm sitting here looking in my fridge like I've been doing so good at saving money by buying my own groceries and then immediately every single day I'm trying to hang out with a friend and they're like let's go eat and I'm like come on like all my money can't go to food right now right 
I will say this, and this is not um, a sponsorship or anything like that, but if Delta or Starbucks would like to sponsor me, my DMs are open. But um, I don't know if you guys saw, but recently Delta and Starbucks partnered up. So every time you buy coffee on the Starbucks app, you get points on your Delta Sky Miles account. That is iconic. Okay. Coffee's different. Coffee's a different story. I will pay. I will spend coffee on every every single day of my life. I will spend money on coffee because coffee is life. Coffee is love. Coffee is part of the cutie gang. Thank you. <laughs> getting so off track. God damn it. Okay. Um. Yeah. So that's something that like I have been trying to do more is going to a coffee shop rather than a restaurant or a bar just because it is more affordable. And especially in a place like New York, we have the cutest coffee shops. Like I'm so excited to take. Courtney to the Ralph Lauren coffee shop have you ever been there no well it's really cute and then also San Ambrose is also like a really cute aesthetic coffee shop too but anyways the point is is that I feel like with our social lives we end up spending a lot of money because we're like oh let's go out let's get drinks let's get food and all of that stuff and it can definitely add up if you stop and think about it like if you were even lowballing it which this is not possible in New York City but in a place like Florida if you're doing like $20 on food each night that's like what after five days that's a hundred dollars and that's just like a hundred dollars on just food and that one hundred dollars can go towards utilities that can go towards your rent that could go towards a new outfit that you can wear a lot. Like I love buying clothes. <laughs> it's where I like to splurge. And also to kind of separating the difference between a want and a need. And something that I've been trying to do more of recently is have cheaper hangouts. Like, yeah, just come over. We can pop some popcorn, watch a movie and, you know, spill the tea, you know? And I feel like that can get, that's so much fun too, you know? Like, so I don't know. And It's just been hard because like, you don't always want to be like the party pooper and say things like, oh, well, I can just eat at home, want to do something else. But at the end of the day, your friends are going to understand and you could seriously just be like, let's, let's go roller skate instead, or let's go here instead. But I also have this weird feeling where I'm like, I'm telling them, I don't like your plan. Let me, let me be in charge of what we're doing. So then it feels like, not a teamwork type of situation you know I do feel like too since we are going into a recession people's mindsets are very different right now people are a little bit open-minded to okay maybe not this paycheck but next paycheck we can do something like that Mm -hmm. like again living um next to New York City we have access to things that we usually wouldn't have access to like going to go see a Broadway show or there's this thing called see the city and it's a hot tub like party boat that you can rent for your friends and um it's BYOB so then also like not sponsored but if they want to sponsor me that's fine too but basically it's like you rent the hot tub out for your friends and me and my new co-workers were trying to figure out a good time to do it because it's going to be like a little bit pricey per person but still you know thinking about like timing and everything like that I also just think too that like people are a little bit more respectful about people's money right now especially since like we are in a recession I think so it's just it just gets hard sometimes because I think everyone gets in their um, own head about oh my friend will not be super excited with me or you always feel like people are going to look like, not look at you different, but be like, they never want to do anything, you know, like they never want to go out and spend money. You know what I mean? Right. I think it's just about being creative about like ways to hang out without spending a crap ton of money, which I will show you how to do 
in New York. There's a lot of fun things you can do in New York where it's not expensive. Yay! Oh but I also, gosh. also on the topic of New York, because I feel like right now New York has become the influencer playground, if I do say so myself. <laughs> um, I feel like also too, the reason why like our generation especially is very hard on ourselves about money is because we have people like influencers who make a crap ton of money or it appears that they make a crap ton of money, but also too, we can't confirm what their financial situation is. You know what I mean? And um, one time I saw this one influencer and she posted, like she posted a picture with an Hermes Kelly. So for those of you who are not familiar with like designer or the designer world in general, an Hermes Kelly is not a bag that you can just go in and buy. You have to spend a certain amount of money with Hermes over a certain amount of time. Like you can take honestly a year or two years or so. And then a sales associate will offer you a Kelly. And usually you have to be like a certain type of status. You have to look a certain way. It's been said before that if you're like plus size, you won't get offered a Birkin or a Kelly bag or anything like that. And so when I saw her post with it, I was like, okay, she has followers, but there's no way that she is making Hermes Kelly money. And in Hermes Kelly, the prices start at $11,000 for a bag. And there's like the types that Kris Jenner has, like hers are usually about $100,000 or so. So you have to be stupid wealthy to have an Hermes bag, right? And basically later on in a TikTok, she's explaining that there is actually a place in New York City that rents out designer bags to influencers for influencers to take pictures in them to post. So like, I remember sitting there thinking like, okay, this girl posts a different designer bag in every single one of her pictures. How much money does she make? Because the designer handbag world is so expensive. And I'm like, oh, so she doesn't even own a designer bag. She just looks really, really wealthy. And so I think that's like also a really interesting concept too. Well, that like, that's a perfect example of how social media sometimes it's just all a lie (laughs) which like I'm I mean I'm a part of all of that too you know I'm guilty because it looks like obviously we know this everyone posts like usually the best moments of their lives on social media they we all get to pick out and pick out what we show everyone so you guys you're thinking oh Courtney she's just always off traveling and how does she even make money how does she even afford all of this she must she must be just so wealthy you know what I mean oh no baby no 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 that is not the truth like the truth is it's like hey, maybe this trip, my mom paid for it because she wanted me to come with her. Or hey, maybe this trip, Courtney was literally scraping for pennies to pay rent so that she could be out adventuring, you know, or oh, she just skipped a whole month of work. She needs to get back to work. You're not going to be hearing from her for a little bit. Like that is just like my situation. And but I'm not over here posting about every single day, you know, I'm posting my big events, you know, so it's just like, and you never want to, I never want to come off as if like, oh, I just have all this money to spare because I almost feel like sometimes people are like, well, why can't you do this? You, you seem to be doing fine. And then it's like, but that's just not the case all the time, you know? Right. I, the same thing kind of goes for me and Mike a little bit. So Mike works in hotels, which means that um, he gets 
pretty incredible discounts to a lot of hotels. And I know we've joked about it before on here, you know, the whole daddy Mike thing. Um, but, you know, I remember like this last year, we went and stayed at the Ritz Carlton on South Beach. And to be fair, it would have been quite a lot of money without a discount to stay there each night. Like usually, for example, people like Kim Kardashian, they stay at the Ritz Carlton in New York City. Like, so Ritz Carlton, it's a pretty expensive hotel. But since my boyfriend works in the hotel industry, he got us a really nice discount there. And so, of course, like you're taking pictures, living our best lives. And we've gotten to say a lot of really, really cool resorts. And people are like, how do you guys afford that? You know, blah, blah. And it's like, well, when you work in the industry, you can afford it. Same thing with going to Disney a lot. Like when I worked at Disney, let's face it, I wouldn't be able to afford an actual park ticket. I would get in for free, you know? Exactly. And that's, yeah, that's also like with... Disney and all that like how people are like oh how are you just getting in all the time while you're just you're just in a Disney adult just living your life like that and it's like no that's just a perk of the job you know like that's kind of how people are like with that and also how they're always like oh can you get us in for free that's a whole nother it's like kind of a whole nother topic but also like they just think that I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that. I honestly think it's weird if you don't talk to someone every day and then they move to somewhere like New York or Disney and then all of a sudden you want to hang out with them and it's like, Mm -hmm. okay, (laughs) like, what do you want? You know, it's it's just very different. And, uh, but going back to the topic of influencers, there's actually one thing I forgot to mention. Oh yeah. And I was telling Courtney about this too earlier and Courtney was like, wait a minute, what? And that is, you would be amazed at how many people actually own fake designer bags. Like, especially in a place like New York, um, you'll see them selling fake designer bags on the side of the road and you'll look at them and be like, there's nothing about it that looks fake. Like it looks real. And you don't realize how many people actually own a fake designer bag. There is this one influencer that I watched and um, she lived in, I think, Alabama. And again, every picture she had, she had a different designer bag. And I'm like, how is this college student in Alabama affording this? And then she came up to New York and talked about how this would be her first time buying a real designer bag and that all the other ones that she had were actually fake. And so I think also too, like we live in a culture where people really value looking like they have money, but in reality, they may not, you know? And that's also why it's important to not compare yourself. Yeah, exactly. I agree. So it's just hard, like with coming back to it all, like away from social media, it's just like because of social media, because of everything we all see, I just feel like everyone, I feel like we all get in this mindset also where it's like we are seeing that and we are comparing ourselves and our lives to other people. Maybe they're our same age Or maybe they have like the same following as us. And we're like, why aren't we there? Well, it's just not, it's not always the full truth that you're seeing, you know? Right, absolutely. Or we don't see, you know, when I worked at Disney and I was on a plane every month, I know that was kind of my personality trait. What people didn't see is I would have to take one week and work 55 hours that week to be able to afford that lifestyle, you know? And so people don't also see that too. 
but um with the topic of money we're gonna jump into like a little bit of like saving and buying what you want versus what you need and one thing that is so fascinating is so for those of you that know I work with a Sephora and I work in a very extremely wealthy area to put things in perspective um the guy from Ren DMC Ren Rev Run I think that's his stage name like he lives really close to where I work so like his wife has come in and shopped with us and so when it's so interesting because I remember when we opened the store, so many people thought like, oh my gosh, like we're going to get that clientele where they're just going to spend so much money. Money's on object to them, blah, blah. And you see them park in the parking lot with their Range Rovers, their Mercedes Benz, all that stuff. Those people are actually way more frugal than you think they would be. They only buy literally what they need. Like I had this one client one time, she parked her Range Rover in the parking lot. She came in with an Hermes bag, like very wealthy. And um, I was trying to show her all these products. And she was like, okay, well, I have a bronzer, I can use this as an eyeshadow, I just need this and that. And I'm good. I don't really need to see anything else. And I just thought that was so crazy. Because there's people where, you know, I think we've all been there where it's like the first paycheck we get from like our job or something like that, we like fall out and buy, you know, a bunch of stuff that we don't really need. And I just thought that was a really interesting concept. And I'm over here. I feel like I buy things. I buy all the things I don't need and then don't make any space for the things I do need. So that's fun. But like I sometimes I definitely I definitely claim that I kind of live above my means a lot and it's really not the best situation. I do wish I was a little bit less of a spender and more of a saver because, you know, if I do get into a bind, I do feel like I have to get help. You know what I mean? And that's just not how I should be living. <laughs> I also think too, with wealthy people, they don't have the desire to buy the things that sometimes we lust for because if you have access to it, then what's the excitement of it? Whereas again, when I was talking about that one influencer with the Hermes bag, Girl. I can't imagine anytime in the near future, 20 years from now or anything like that, I will ever have the social status or the wealth status to get an Hermes Birkin or an Hermes Kelly. And so that's why it's so lusted for us because it's not even just about money at that point, but also your social status too. And for some people like Kris Jenner, she has a closet full of them. But for people like us, like we'll always kind of have that like lustful thought of a Birkin because it's just something that's so out and unattainable for us. Yeah, I almost, here's one thing that I do like. I do like the feeling of reaching a goal and being able to celebrate with money. You know what I mean? Like the way, see, if we had all the money, it wouldn't matter if I sold a house tomorrow and then what's there to celebrate? I already had this money. I didn't need this money. You know what I mean? Like right. I Absolutely. actually really do like in a weird way. Well, I'm sure it's understandable. I like the feeling of having to work hard for it, which they've worked hard too, you know, but they're at the point where they don't get excited over the little things anymore because they don't need to, you know? And for us, I just think it's going to be, it's so exciting when I sell a house and I've worked so, so hard to, to finally sell this house, you know? And then all of a sudden, like I get rewarded and then I'm like, I can celebrate. Like, this is amazing, you know? Um, but after selling like 
2 million houses, then you're like, ah, just another one, just another day, you know? So it's really cool that we, right now we're at the point in our lives where we're getting to just celebrate those little things. And maybe we're not spending our money the way we should be right now. Well, at least I'm not. Um, But the fact that we can celebrate our goals and like we're we're working hard to reach goals. And when we hit those goals, it's going to be, it's going to feel so good. And then we do get to celebrate with that Birkin bag in a few years, you know, when, when we have millions of followers and things like that, you know what I mean? Like, it's just little things like that, that are really exciting. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And I also think too, like an interesting conversation that we were having the other day, and we're going to be honest, like we just had a moment the other day, we both have been feeling unmotivated and a little bit stressed out about like, you know, just life in general. And One of the things that we are saying is that the industries that we're both in, you know, modeling and being a real estate agent, yeah, sure, those are industries that can make you a crap ton of money. But what people don't understand is it's not a consistent flow of money. So that means that like one month you can book eight modeling jobs, you can sell four houses, and then the next three months are just dry and you don't book anything, you don't work, or you don't you don't sell a house for three months and And during those three months, it's very easy to get very scared and be like, oh my gosh, when am I going to book my next job? When am I going to sell my next house? Am I done? Like, am I done for, you know? Yeah. And um, so I think that's like also a concept that a lot of people understand. Same with influencing too, really, if you think about it, like you can book so many jobs one month and then the next month you, you know, you don't book any. And um, I watched this one TikToker talk about one of this, like an influencer who, thought that they were going to be a millionaire once they started making money and basically end up spending all of their money and they had to go back to working a retail job and um basically they were talking about how like you know once you do start getting money fast and in a way that you're not used to having money it's very easy to be irresponsible with it yeah well a little bit of a backtrack but still on the same topic um (laughs) with real estate And I also work at Disney, right? Um, Well, every time I show up to work, I have felt like something that people say a lot to me is, oh, you're just here for fun, right? Like, this is just your fun job. Like, you're just here because um, you like it, but you don't need to be here. And in my head, I'm like, I just don't think some people understand, like, (laughs) how it works, which is fine. But it's like, no, I still need to come here. Like, I... I still need to come and make my my money because with that job, it's like I get paid next week. And with real estate and being an entrepreneur, it could take a month for you to make money off of what else you're working on, you know? So that was kind of hard too. And that's the same with modeling and um, Sephora because at Sephora, you go in that week and then let's say you have a modeling gig that same week, you might not get payout until until it is posted up somewhere you know what I mean but people don't actually know about the modeling industry is that models can get paid anywhere between 60 to 90 no 30 to 90 days mm-hmm. so stop and think about it um 90 days that's almost three months yeah. and it's actually more common to see a paycheck 90 days out of a job and so even if I shot a huge campaign today I would not see that money until three months from now. So we're thinking December, January, February, um, almost to Valentine's Day, basically. 
I would get paid, you know, and it's just, it's definitely not as easy and as luxurious as people think it is, but it's also not a reason to be discouraged or to feel afraid. Yeah, exactly. So it's just great. It's just money. The whole world revolves around money pretty much. And it's, it impacts our lives. You know, it impacts all of our decisions. It impacts how we're saving it it impacts our goals you know so it's just we got to learn I got to learn how to save man (laughs) I need to learn how to save it and not spend it whenever I want to I need I need to think about it more well I mean we're still gonna have fun on our New York City trip it'll be our first New York City trip as besties and so we will have fun but we will also be not crazy yeah right Right. Someone's not going to buy an expensive outfit on Fifth Avenue, right? Oh, probably not. My bags will be so stuffed and packed for the trip that I can't buy anything. And someone's not going to ball out and spend $200 on one meal, right? Heck no. (laughs) Okay, okay. Good, 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 good. See, Juju's got this all under control. But this is sober Juju talking. We don't know how I'm drunk be... we don't know how drunk Juju will be. You never this is know. your intervention, not mine. Oh, okay. Maybe, maybe next time we'll talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, cutie gang, this has been a great talk. Remember to try to be responsible and always keep it kind of cute and kind of chaotic, but not too chaotic. Bye.